We're live. <laughs> oh, we are. We are live, baby. Woo! You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We're going to drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really fine cigar. It is time for happy hour. It is the Man Cave Happy Hour Whiskey, Cigar, Spirits, and Stories that go along with it. I'm Jamie Flanagan. I am Matt Fox. Uh, where am I? <laughs> we're in, uh, we're, I don't know, we're in a new little uh, dugout. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> new little dungeon. Uh, my uh, Man Cave office in the basement of my 200-year-old home. In the bowels of the uh, Flanagan household. Yes. yes it's uh, We're... Uh, Set up a little office space. I've been teaching remotely. Yeah. And so I had to set up a, a little office space. And uh, so, and, and Colleen was like, you want to set up like a, a little lounging area? And can get can you get all your damn bourbon out of my cupboard? <laughs> well, they, like, say, they say to store bourbon in a cool, dry place. It is very cool down here. It, it is very cool. A whole lot is, cooler than this. You know what? You did a nice job here. <coughs> I got to tell you. I appreciate uh, it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm impressed. Well, uh, thank you. I, I we're we're having a good time, and uh, it's, uh, uh, it's 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 fun. It's it's not done yet, and yeah. I'm going to hang up some Johnny Bravo beads. <laughs> That's uh, kicking it way back to you know, this little area. Feels like there should be a couch, you know, because you know Professor uh, Flanagan over here helping you through your. Uh, emotional stresses of this covidian timeline that we're living in well you know? that's it yeah so it <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're just trying to get through the stresses of life <laughs> uh, it's kind of fun but you know you invited me over yeah i was actually on my, i was actually on my way out to our studios <laughs> yeah. to the palatial northville podcast detroit northville studios and, and i like, called you yeah. i'm like are, are we in studio or are we he's like no no no, no. Oh, we're, yeah, we're, we're no. recording at my house oh Oh, that ten-minute drive opposed to a forty-minute drive. So, thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I figured it'd be nice to to hang out. I wanted to give this a try with this setup. Uh, <coughs> yeah, in this in this location like this. So, I uh, figured to give it a shot and uh, see what it was like. Well, you should pull up Facebook and see if the audio is rolling. Yeah, well let me do or that. Not. It's a a test. We have guests. The nice thing about this is we have some guests join us here and there. Yes. Uh, this would be Percy. Uh, um, hi, Percy. He's. Uh, <laughs> He's joined the party. He's part of the man he's, cave. Uh, yes. Yeah. He's uh, <laughs> welcome to to the party, pal. All right. Let's. There you go. <laughs> and. Uh, oh yeah, the audio's there. Okay. Yeah. So it sounds all right. So yeah. that's good. So. Oh yeah. I, I was just checking. Um, it's low in the headphones. Or, uh, it's all yeah, good. It's, we've it's, it's different toys that we haven't used in a different setting. We haven't done. So I just want to make sure. Well, because I've yeah. poked the pooch on on it more than <laughs> once when we're doing technical stuff. You're a consummate professional. Just gotta say so. But today we're gonna do just a taste. We have mm-hmm. a couple things lined up. We're gonna we're gonna record a couple things here, but uh, we're gonna do just a taste. But before we get to what we're tasting today, mm-hmm. um, you know me, Matt. I do. I, I hope I do. I'm cheap. <laughs> you know what we all have thrifty. Uh, we all have our phases thrifty. yes thrifty yes uh but you know I, i'm always looking for a deal uh, on bourbons mm-hmm. um and 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 you can get good bourbon for under 20 bucks absolutely um i have not been buying bottles around 20 dollars of late i bought uh, four <laughs> roses i bought a four roses um the regular four roses 
Hmm. Um, and that was, I think that was the least expensive bottle I purchased. I think that's what comes around twenty six ninety nine MSRP or something like that. No, no, it was the, it was the, the, the $20. One. Oh, the $20. One. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. It was the, it was the very priced right one. <laughs> very value brand. Everything else has been, uh, been pricey. Uh, a lot of, a lot of barrel picks and oh, a lot wow. of store picks. And, uh, I just like, why are you doing that? And yeah. it, it's like, there's, there's good inexpensive bottles and I've had some of these on my yeah. shelf. So this is uh, from Uproxx, and this is like a list of, of, of bourbons you can get for tw- under 20 bucks, 20 bucks and under, that are, that are going to be pretty, pretty darn good bourbons, right? Yeah. So a lot of things, what, what, what's something, because we've been learning a little bit here, what's something that raises the price on the bourbon? Uh, the age, yeah. the age statement, yeah. And, and really behind that, why the price goes up with age because um, as it sits in the rickhouse, mm-hmm. they're paying tax on it. Yes. So if a, if a barrel sits there for two years, three years, mm-hmm. they're paying tax. If it sits mm-hmm. there for 10, 15 years. They've been paying a lot. They've been mm-hmm. paying a lot more tax. Yeah. And they got to yeah. recoup those those costs. And so it goes up. So some of these are younger, um, but okay. that, that's a, a good way of keeping the cost down. Um, a vast majority of bourbon, they're, they're two to four years. Uh, and that a lot of people say that's plenty. Yeah, it's a it's a younger you know it's a younger feel uh, to the bourbon itself. So some some distillers, some master distillers will say, uh, if you age it over fifteen years, right, you, you've ruined it. Oh, some even say twelve. So let me test your knowledge then. How long does the bourbon actually have to stay in the barrel to then have it be called a bourbon? I don't know. I I don't have that off the top. I was just thinking as I was saying, <laughs> two to four years. I'm like, what is the minimum age? I, I'm, I don't know off the top of my head. I just as, as we started talking about it, mm-hmm. I'm like, there's a factoid I should have at my fingertips right now, and I don't. And this is where we're novices, yeah, and and we're learning. Do you know that fact off the top of your? I head? was asking you because I don't. Oh, I could look it up right. as well. <laughs> well, I'm, you look it up because yeah. you got your laptop sitting over there. I got my phone here too. And as I, I'm looking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about these uh, these bottles that you can get. For under twenty bucks, as you find out, uh, what's the minimum age for a bourbon in, right. in a barrel to be called bourbon? Uh, I want to say two years, but it might be three. So, and I don't want to be wrong, right? Because right? <laughs> Colleen's not here; she's only it, but she's upstairs uh, to tell me I'm wrong. So, um, if a man talks in this forest and his wife's not there to hear him, is he still wrong? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> uh, something like that. Isn't that how that saying goes? Uh, but bottles under twenty bucks, and this is like I said, it's uh, off of the website Uprocks. Um, and there's there's ten bottles that are all below twenty bucks, but they're 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 nice to have on hand. Okay, they're nice to have on hand. And up first, I I like this one. It's ancient age, ancient age, ancient age, and it's I like this. The bottle it it looks like. And I, the reason I, it looks like a bottle from the '60s, the label itself, and it just it just reminds me of something that would have been like on Grandma's cupboard, you know, right? Uh, grandma and Grandpa's cupboard. Uh, but it's coming out of the Buffalo Trace uh, Distillery, Frankfort, okay. uh, Kentucky, and uh, it's a high rye bourbon, uh, and it's it's a it's a good starter whiskey. Right? Mm. So uh, the ancient age, it's uh, corn, caramel, vanilla, and mm-hmm. surprise. <laughs> uh, but notes of toffee. You'll get some notes of yeah. uh, toffee, toffee in the ancient age. But uh, so you do look at the picture. But yeah, the oh the, look at that, right? So that's wow. The, that the lo- that looks like an ancient. The the, the labeling so it does the look big. It's got the big red A's on it, and it just kind of it almost looks like a rum. You'd almost say, oh, almost. is that a rum label? You know. Well, I, I don't uh, I don't understand why they chose to call it AA. 
Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know. I got, you know, if you have to, please do it. But yeah. still, that's just kind of funny. That is, uh, <laughs> yeah, with double A's on there. I have an answer for uh, that age. How old or how, what is the least a bourbon can be aged to still be considered bourbon? The least? Or we are, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. It's two years, actually. Two years. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, two. yeah right. so if you want to call your bourbon straight bourbon, you have to age it for at least two years in the barrel itself. Two years. If you age it for less than four years, though, you have to put an age statement somewhere on the bottle telling folks just how long it's been aged itself. <clears throat> so under four years must have an age statement. Right. Minimum of two years. All right. Minimum that's of two. Said, two years. Yep. Well done, sir. I was thinking, but in the in the back of my brain, I'm like, it could, it could be three. Yeah, it could yeah. be three. I don't want to be wrong. Sorry, I keep um, coughing here, folks. It's all right. Patience it's not the vid. Zero. Promise. Way to go, patient zero. <laughs> uh, another one, and I've had this one on my shelf a couple of times, uh, and I haven't replaced it, and I should. Uh, Ezra Brooks. I've heard ninety nine. I've heard of Ezra Brooks. Ezra Brooks. We we I I think we. I'm not sure if we did it just to taste. I know we tasted it. I don't know if we did a recording about it. Uh, but, yeah, so it's coming out of, of Louisville, Kentucky, uh, at the Ezra Brooks. And it's uh, it's a label from the mid-20th century. Mm-hmm. It has lasted, and it's it stuck around. It's an old-school blend of corn, rye, and, and barley mixed with soft limestone Kentucky water. Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Vanilla and caramel mm-hmm. mingled with hints of sandalwood, peanut, and honey. Sandalwood, peanut. No, not sandalwood. And peanut. Peanut. And honey. And honey. All right. Fair enough. Not Santa with peanut. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I thought I Did heard. Did I say that quick? That quickly? Ah, yeah, it's all, all right. good. Fair that's what I heard. I've, I've been late for just hearing what pause, I want to. <laughs> pause. And honey. I've been, I've been accused honey. of not listening very well. So. Uh, so, and it could very well be a citrus note in the background for you as well. A bit of dark oak char uh, on the finish. Gotcha. So there you go. Uh, Ezra Brooks. I've had Ezra Brooks. I, I know we've had it together. Um, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's really reasonably priced at the twelve ninety nine. Yes. Uh, the Ancient Age down at the eleven forty nine. Wow. Yeah, that's a very value priced one. Um, Hayes Parker Reserve is, okay. a, is another one. Coming in out of South Carolina at twelve ninety nine. Uh, South Carolinian bourbon uh, uses aging techniques called Terry Pure. Hmm. Um, we, we should we should do a we should do a, a tasting of these. Line up a, a handful. Yeah, get away with buying. <laughs> we can buy four bottles and uh, get away with it for forty five yeah. bucks total. <laughs> yeah, get the, what I'm doing on uh, just one bottle. Um, so yeah, so that's a that's, that's a, called being thrifty. That's again. another one. This one has some cinnamon and sweetness. Okay, on the open on this. Uh, uh, you know, that's, that's probably, I, I, I would Parker actually like to try those because, you know, they might be reminiscent of other things that we've tried. Mm-hmm. And that's that, you know, what do you do? Because, you know, bourbon has its unique, you know, tasty notes, flavors. But what would be similar by tasting those to something we've already tried? Right. Right. And we could, we could match them up. Because yeah. we did that higher or lower. Yes. Uh, we had some fun with that. Yeah, we did. And uh, so we did the Jesse James. Yeah. We did the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just went into Kroger and I picked something off the top shelf. <laughs> and I picked something off the bottom shelf. Yep. Uh, and, you know, you could, you could on the blind, you it wasn't dramatic, but you could tell. Right. Right? There was a difference in the taste. But Absolutely. It, it, wasn't, what, it wasn't as dramatic as I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
All right, there's another one. The JTS bottled uh, brown, bottled in bond, is is another value. So it's one. 100 in, proof. Yeah. Uh, 13. It's uh, yep, 100 proof. Mm-hmm. 50% APV. Have you had the JT? No, no, just oh, the bottle and bond. Bottle and bond, 100 proof. 100 proof. Yeah. Look at Matt in his big man, big. Brain oh, over that's there. that's something that's been drilled into my head over the past three yeah. years. So, so uh, 1349. That's coming out of Heaven Hill. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Might have caramel, oak, cherry. Hmm. And cinnamon, uh, and vanilla has a kick in there for you as well on that one. Interesting. Uh, now here's what I haven't heard of this one before: <clears throat> Black Eagle Bourbon whiskey. I never heard of it. So Black Eagle Bourbon out of Minnesota. 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 Hey, uh, it might not be available in Michigan. Then maybe that's why. You know. <laughs> um, but uh, thirteen ninety nine. Um, it's not a huge standout on the list, but it does, it gets the job done. There's only two things uh, that come out of Minnesota though. Prince and Kirby Puckett. That's uh, all that comes out of Minnesota. No, Peter Himmelman. <laughs> oh, really? My boy, Peter Himmelman. That's your, one of your favorite, uh, Celtic favorite. Irish singers. No, he's not. He's, he's Jewish. He's Jewish. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's just a singer songwriter. All he's, right. always, he's, he's amazing. He married Bob Dylan's daughter. Oh. Um, oh, Bob Dylan. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. He doesn't, but he doesn't play it up. They were on Star Search because he had a band. And he, he, he the old Ed McMahon Star Search. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, so they got offered to, to be on Star Search and you get paid, right? You get paid for your appearance. And Peter's all like, oh, we're better than that, you know? And he's like, he, he didn't, he didn't <laughs> want to, he didn't, he didn't want to do it. Right. He, he was like, you know, you know, this thing. But the guys in the band are like, dude, money yeah yeah you know it's like <laughs> gotta make a livelihood somehow so he was he was out to not win so he went out there barefoot <laughs> and, but he's just really they didn't win but they're just they did well though but they're just he's just he's just he's just so good uh, anyway so he's out of minnesota and so is this black eagle bourbon whiskey he does like live stuff look him up on the face space if you're if you like singer songwriters yeah he's actually and, really uh, good. you play him quite a bit because you know jamie and i we both dj weddings and events and parties and you uh yeah. do throw him into your dinner set sometimes and yeah. what have you he's living in new york now but he's like and he, so he's working and he's working out of his apartment and uh he's he's like he'll, he's doing like little sessions like a lot mm-hmm. of musicians are doing because they're out not out gigging and playing right so right. he's just plugging in and his some of the musicians don't sound good it sounds like they're just playing at their laptop you know <laughs> right and and but his, he's got he's got it set up really nice nice and it sounds really really good and sorry he's, we he's always got a positive message we, we keep we digressing here so tell black me more about eagle this. bourbon whiskey <laughs> all right black eagle from minnesota like my boy pete all right um and uh, no bells and whistles but it gets the gets the the job done and has a dry end with a little bit of warmth, hmm. right? So classic bourbon, vanilla, and caramel, but it's got a dry. It's a dry. I'd be interested in, in that Minnesota, because huh. right? yeah, not all bourbon has to come from Kentucky. No, it does not. Um, that's a and, misnomer. That's, so, that's, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I, and, and you should, we should do that as a show, as just non-Kentucky home. Yeah. Call and that'll be the headline. That'll be the title. Non Kentucky home. We've got quite a few here in Michigan to choose from. Oh yeah, but we are a uh, worldwide podcast. Yeah. So you know, and we've we've had folks from across the pond and from oh gosh, from where, where were we? Uh, with milk and honey. Yeah. In Israel. Israel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, Alan Tomer, our boys yeah. in Israel. Yeah, but yeah, you know, there is a lot of bourbon. There are a lot yeah. of distilleries out there. So yeah, I would I would really enjoy that'd be, putting that'd together be a fun a few. little themey thing to do. But uh, again, these are all cheap bottles. 
uh, inexpensive bottles you can get your hands on for under 20 bucks that are a good value and a good bourbon. Uh, Henry McKenna. I see this on the shelf all the time. So do I. And and, I, and again, there's so many bourbons to try. Yeah. Uh, and I keep on buying Long Branch and Buffalo Trace. <laughs> That's your daily drinker, <laughs> and, you? Uh, you know. So it's like I, I just I keep buying those, and I, I mean to try these other ones. All right, it's just weird. <laughs> that Phantom Scratch. All right. Oh yeah. Knock it off, cat. Uh, so the next one up is Bart from Bardstown, Kentucky. Okay. Bardstown. Oh, that's Henry McKenna. That right? is Henry McKenna. Yeah. Oh, yeah, from the Bardstown. 1449. Um, so it was kicking it off uh, the late 1800s. Um, this, ver- this version of the Henry McKenna uh, has a distinction of being a Kentucky table whiskey. Interesting. So, <laughs> Mom, I don't want the milk. Can you pass the whiskey? <laughs> and I don't know why I was in like a little fake British accent. Either. Were you, were, growing up, were your parents inclined to let you have a sip of wine or have a glass of wine with dinner before you can even walk or <laughs> before uh, you're even in grade school like christmas mm. okay there might be a splash of wine at at, uh, at a holiday right 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 yeah because yeah. i was the same you know we have spaghetti spaghetti night and my my father would give us a you know a little nip of wine or, or what have you or i'd taste my grandfather's beer you know just because i asked for it and he said yeah go ahead <laughs> <laughs> Explains uh, a lot now. I regret that. <laughs> uh, another one that I've had on the shelf that I haven't replaced, Evan Williams. Right. We've done the Evan Williams. Uh, Evan Williams, fourteen ninety nine. Again, it's uh, 100 proof. Mm-hmm. 50% out of Louisville, Kentucky. Can't right. go wrong with a bottle of uh, Evan Williams. No, no. We've done Evan Williams. We, we did adjust the taste of Evan Williams yeah. before. It was a single barrel, I Very think. Very caramel was. forward uh, on this one. Yes. But, uh, creamy vanilla. Uh, and baking spices towards the end of it. Ah. Maybe even a wisp of banana. Wisp? A wisp. First time you've used the word wisp on the Man Cave Happy Hour. Might be the last. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, that's the Evan Williams. Um, and then coming back at you, the big orange label. The big orange label. Ooh, yep. I'm trying to think which one's the big orange label. Old granddad. Oh, old granddad. Out of Kentucky. That's right. Claremont, Kentucky, 1699. It's a high rye bourbon from the, the folks over at Jim Beam. Okay. Right. We did the old granddad with our uh, talk bourbon to me friend as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Yes, we, did. we, we did. did. Now, here's one I've seen on the shelf, and I thought it was actually, I thought it was going to be pricier. Apparently, it's a... a, a a reasonably priced one, the Jim Beam Repeal Batch. Huh. Yeah, it's got huh. uh, so the it's got the special labeling, and it's the Jim Beam Re- Repeal Batch. Interesting. Uh, I thought that was I didn't know that was. Uh, and again, there's so many things on the shelf. Sixteen ninety nine on that one, and then the last one uh, on here is uh, leads us to what we're going to be trying. Mm-hmm. But this one on our list here is Wild Turkey. It's gotcha. a, it's a good old Thanksgiving standard, right? Wild Turkey. <laughs> um so yeah so it's uh 18.99 for a fifth of that keeping it keeping it cool it's yep. a classic high rye mash bill a uh, heavily charred new oak results in something that shines at this point mm-hmm. roasted corn spicy rye taste uh and uh maybe even a, a little bit of stone fruit to if you, you if you bring the uh, the wild turkey i'll bring the potatoes aka zim's vodka ah so we got our turkey and potatoes 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, got to figure potatoes, right? <laughs> you know, French fries, chips, yeah. vodka. It's like other vegetables aren't even trying. Right. <laughs> I think Gannett posted something <laughs> along those lines. Uh, yeah. Um, but that leads us to what we're trying today, something that I paid more than 20 bucks for, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, we, w- we, did, we went with uh, the Russell's Reserve. Yes. I have a cat on my lap, so I'll get it. you're going to have to get the booze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trapped by cat. There's, a, there's a house rules. If the cat is sitting on you, you don't have to get up. All right. I'm going to pour. Um, yeah, and you can pour that. I've been rambling on for almost a half hour already. I don't know. All right, so this is Russell's Reserve. Uh, did you pull up information on Russell's for us? All right. Thank you. Can I have the bottle? All right, Percy, read this for me. All right. Um, so this is this is Russell's Reserve, and this is a private barrel selection. And we talked, we just talked to our good friend uh, Greta Harper. Yes, um, from Makers. Makers yep. Um, our, our diplomat friend uh, about uh, picking a barrel. Uh, through makers Mm -hmm. uh and this is a barrel that was picked by our good friend over at the wine garden oh mr Uh, but tony did that all right and this is uh from the brother 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 the brotherhood of the barrel (laughs) brotherhood brotherhood of the barrel i haven't even sipped yet no um and so this was one that they did um and it was pretty cool and it's uh 1.21 gigawatts uh that's where the proof came in at uh 55 yeah it's 110 uh, 110 yeah um so yeah but the 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 the, the bourbon clubs they have fun with uh their stickers yes they do uh and this is a cool uh back to the future sticker Mm -hmm. on the on the bottle it's kind of kind of fun um, all right, so what do we know about Russell's? It's uh, it's part of the wild turkey it's family. It's part of the wild turkey and family. That's where my knowledge ends. Well, I will share with you the mash bill. All right, to start off. So yeah, we already know it. Fifty five percent alcohol, so one ten proof. Uh, the composition or the mash bill, if you will, is seventy five percent corn. Okay. So somewhat corn forward in that regard. Thirteen uh, percent rye and a twelve percent barley would mm-hmm. make up the mash bill. There, it's actually aged ten years Ooh. in our Virgin American White Oak barrels. All right, right, um, and it you as know, it and it does come in um, around sixty bucks. You know, as far as the price goes, depending on what state you live in and what have you. Mm-hmm. But from the actual Wild Turkey website, the Russell's Reserve Single Barrel Bourbon. Is actually matured in the uh, number four char, alligator char, as it's called. Of course, in American white oak barrels, um, and it's handpicked by the master distillers. So it is its its own unique personality, but it's supposed to have a rich, creamy, toffee feel to it. Right. I I don't want to infect your palate in any way, shape, or form, but you're also going to get that vanilla feel from it as well. And uh, people that know this is coming out of Warehouse F, on floor six. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I love how detailed these things are. So this was distilled in uh, December of uh, 2009, and it was bottled in November of 19. Yep. So you just just a month shy of 10 years mm-hmm. um, on, on that. And one of the things that Russell's Reserve is actually kind of known for, and it continues to expand, mm-hmm. is their single barrel program. And it does seem to be growing as it gets more legs behind it. And the legs on this is actually pretty darn good. Those oils are really hanging on to the side of this glass. 
So, so the nose was really nice for me. I didn't get uh, ethanol at, no, at all. No, no, I just, and I, I, it wasn't oversweet for me. Almost like a, like a, I'm getting a little bit of a cherry off of it, like a cherry, almost licorice type deal. Because okay. you know how I love my Twizzlers, right? Yeah. You know, but I'm kind of getting that licorice cherry feel from it. Cherry You know, so, you know, that's, it's, it smells a lot more complex than probably what it tastes like, but I'm going to dive in. I'm diving. Here we go. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I can, I, I feel the corn. I feel the 55. Yeah, that warmth that, that, that that's lingering down as you are. Uh, <laughs> I've been teaching all day, so that's the first of it, first ah, sip of anything I've right, had right, today. Right. Not, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> I love those old movies where the teacher's got a fifth in their desk. Yeah. It's the only reason I went into teaching. And speaking of back to those rules. Speaking of back who, to the future. Who knows they'd frown <laughs> upon that now? <laughs> There's so many things you can't do that they did in the movie. <laughs> Hit kids, yeah. have a fifth of bourbon in your desk. It took all the fun right out of it. <laughs> uh, that heat, that that man, not it's not a burn. It's it's there's a heat to it, but it just it kind of lingers for a little bit longer than most that I've experienced in the past. But as it continues to sit, it gets a little more. I want to say it goes all the way to the back more of fruit. your palate. Though it goes all the way to the back of my palate. Yeah, it goes all the way. Um, yeah, actually, the tip of my tongue is numb, and uh, it's warm. All it goes, all the flavors going all the way back. <laughs> definitely getting, definitely get the caramel out of it though. Almost an no. icing on the nose mm -hmm. after I've sipped it a couple times. So a sweet, not not too sweet, but an icing. Now remember the remember you have to chew it the second time, right? Let it linger there for a little bit, chew around. You're gonna get a little bit more out of that. You might get more of that licorice feel out of it. Maybe possibly guava or something. Oh wait, stop suggesting crap! Damn it. Hmm. <laughs> And there's some, there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of flavor in that. And the, the, ah. the heat is hang is hanging out of my palate, just hanging out. Yeah. So I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna sip on this for a moment, but I want to see nope. where the palate goes and the, the aftertaste, for lack of a better term. You know, just kind of let it linger there for a little bit, let that warmth kind of take over and let the let it kind of spread across my palate at the same yeah. time actually you know what this is actually a, a very good drink you know it's it's easily drinkable uh-huh and it doesn't it doesn't sting the nostrils you know it doesn't uh it doesn't make you want to uh not try it again you want to go back for more yeah i'm trying to get more earthy out of it kind of herby so i'm trying to place the herb that i that i'm getting after not Sipping on it for for a second. Oregano. I don't uh, know. I'm just like making the, crap up. Like I cinnamon almost. Oregano. Oh, okay. I'm I'm not getting that. But no. Okay. Yeah, we. But that's the thing. Everyone's palate is different. Mm -hmm. And you may have. I was drinking coffee earlier today, mm -hmm. even before we even started tonight. 
No, you had a freaking sloppy Joe, sloppy Joe <laughs> for, for dinner. Joe. So it's, you know, there are a lot of things that affect your palate. I'm a master chef. Yeah. <laughs> Brown some meat and open a can. Man. Dinner's ready. Manwich. Hell yeah. I got lunch for days. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, at, at 110, you don't, the, the, the warmth is there, but yeah, it doesn't, man. it doesn't drink like a 110, but the burn is there. Yeah. Um, but it does say burn. It's warmth. Yeah. You know, we're trying to move away from burn because that got a negative connotation right, towards right, it. Right. Um, it doesn't burn. It's just got that that nice lingering warmth to it as it continues to coat your palate. You know. Um. Yeah. So kill Mary screw Matt. Uh, the Russell's Reserve. I would uh, marry this actually. I did, I did, and I I would I would do it again. Yeah. Um, I've actually noticed the bottle was open when you arrived mm -hmm. and because I had had I it, it's been here I've had it for probably a, a year oh wow you know yeah I mean it, it's I don't know when they, they passed them out when they were selling them at uh, Tony's I've had a good at the wine garden yeah pre-COVID you know um, and it's just been sitting waiting for a, a just a taste and that's why I was like Matt you better get over so we can do just a taste <laughs> before I empty the bottle <laughs> I don't think it's going to make it past the Super Bowl so um, yeah so no I, this is something I've I been doing do. it on ice and it's been very it's been very very pleasant uh, with one big uh, ice one ball big ice, ball. ice cube fair enough no I would I would marry this I would keep it on the shelf I would share this with uh, friends that came over yeah um, or just give it a pour and you know it's it for the price point, you'd want to hang on to it for a little bit. And I wanted to share it with you, Mike. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Yeah. There we go. Make Cave Happy Hour. MakeCaveHappyHour.com uh, is the website. And uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us while we while we do these things and yeah. talk about stuff and play with the cat. Uh, we, we appreciate people hanging out with us. Um, it's uh, T-shirts are available. Ooh, wearingfunny.com. <laughs> Wearing funny. I got a couple more designs I want to do. All right, um, it's uh, it should be pretty cool. Awesome. Uh, Percy right. wants to smell the bottle. <laughs> and uh, so, but yeah, so wearingfunny.com is where the merch is, and uh, our other shows, uh, Detroit City of Champions, and Animal Talk, and then all of the things that record out of the podcast Detroit Northville Studios. Right. Uh, stuff to check out podcastdetroit.com. Uh, just a whole array of shows. Uh, just uh, join us. Things you can things you can find and yeah. do. And uh, thanks for joining us on the, the face space. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, we'll do it again very, very soon. Yep. Until uh, next time. Uh, cheers. Cheers, friends. Mm -hmm. Cheers, Chris Cat. <laughs>